Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fools despise wisdom and instruction. Good morning, my friends. How are you this morning? Listen, I know that this week, many people have been excited because some more places have opened up and you're able to go about and have a good time. I know in my morning walks, I've been seeing many people not wearing masks. (laughs) That's their choice. We have choices in the United States of America. And I know that many people are getting vaccinated and I know many people are not. But I also do know that people seem to be a little bit more um, light. You know, they they don't seem to be looking as stressed as they were before. And that's actually a good thing. But in the midst of all this, we need to still take precautions. (laughs) Still wear that mask, even if you've been vaccinated, right? Anyway, my friends, we are going to be diving into the Word of God again today. Thank you so much for joining me. It is always exciting to be able to share the Word with you, read it out loud, get it in our ear gates, let it penetrate our soul, and ultimately, it gives us the instructions and the wisdom that we need to fulfill everyday life. So my friends, today we're going to be diving into Proverbs 24. We're just going to be reading from verse 30 all the way to 34. And as we go ahead to start reading along, get your pens and your papers ready to take some notes. So here we go. And this is what Proverbs 24 says, starting in verse 30. I went by the field of the lazy man and by the vineyard of the man devoured of understanding. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. 
Father, we thank you so much for your word, Lord, because we know that your word is true. We know that your word gives us life. And most of all, we know that your word warns us of the things we should be doing or not doing. So we are prepared to follow your lead, Father, so that we can fulfill what you've called us to do, Lord. And most of all, that we can uh, fulfill our purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. My friends, you know, this is short and sweet, but it's very deep and intense is what in what it's trying to tell us and is telling us if we really pay close attention, right? The first thing it says is I went by the field of a lazy man, right? What does that mean when you hear the word lazy man? So if we use it in today's layman terms, <laughs> which the sentence is also very simple. It's like if you and I just happen to be strolling along in our neighborhood and we happen to pass by that house that we constantly see that is not well manicured. And what do I mean by that? The grass is very high. Maybe they haven't trimmed their bushes. Maybe there's garbage, you know, on the grass or something. Just looks like, you know, no one's maintaining it. No one's taking out the time to bring out the lawnmower, especially if they have one, and cut the grass, trim the trees, whatever the case might be. So the appearance of the outside um, of that house could look nice, just like the rest of the neighbors, right? And when we say we went by the field of the lazy man, now the field could, like I said, be a neighborhood, right? It could be also maybe someone's garden, right, that they have. Um, but the word lazy is reflecting to the fact that, you know, as um, humans, we automatically um, jump to conclusions. We automatically um, say to ourselves, yeah, those people are lazy. Um, and sometimes it could be that it's true that they are lazy. And sometimes it could be that maybe there's something going on inside the house that we're not aware of. Maybe somebody's sick. Maybe someone is, um, you know, going through a really difficult time right now. And they just don't have it within themselves, the strength or the energy to to maintain the property or they're weak they're sick they might even have covid and we don't know about it right because a lot of times we pass by our neighbors homes and we don't know what's happening in those homes we only see sometimes everything pretty on the outside <laughs> but there's a lot of junk and chaoticness going on in the inside of the home so we look at this situation and we say okay so i'm just strolling along and i see the same house you know, and it's all messed up, you know. And by the vineyard of the man devout of understanding, you know. I'm really, you're always trying to figure out, you know, what's up with that house? How come the people don't take care of it? What's wrong with, what's wrong? You know, they can't afford it. You know, a landscape only takes so much money. 30, 30 70 bucks, 100 bucks, maybe a cut, whatever. However it is here in the state of uh, California. 
and um, you know, so so we just we just look, we observe, right? And then it says, and there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Yep, there it was. We're looking at it and going, yeah, mm-hmm, yep, just as I suspected. All the leaves have fallen off the tree, and there they are, all over the grass, withered, all messed up. And as a matter of fact, look at all the weeds that are coming through the grass. Look at all the junk that hasn't been cleaned up or fixed or manicured or maintained. And when it says the surface was covered with nettles, you ever see those little pines, those little um, things that come off the tree? And if you step on it, it'll sting you. It's like this little, little uh, round um, nest of a, of a plant. And it has um, like, a, it's, you know, they could consider an herb, but it has um, these jagged, jag, jagged um, areas. And it, and it has these like little stinging marks, these stinging hairs. And if you accidentally step on it, it'll sting you, right? It'll hurt you slightly. And then it also says here, if stone wall was broken down, you know, we're looking at it with the natural eye going, yeah, that, that wall's decayed, man. Why hasn't someone come and plastered that? together again you know um the tearing down of the wall doesn't help maybe the foundation of the house the side wall you know to the driveway it's not safe it's now crumbled decreased right and then it says when i saw it i considered it well i looked on it and received instructions an instruction. We look at it in the natural, we go, yeah, this is messed up, man. What's up with these people? How come they don't maintain their property? And then I come to a conclusion. We come to conclusions, right? Uh, the first statement was the man was lazy. The second is, you know what? These people are just not, you know, maintaining their property. And then it says here, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So show your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. So we jump to the conclusion, whether it's the truth or not. And we say, you know what? These people are really lazy, man. They don't have the audacity to not even like work together as a family and you know do their stuff and you know maintain the properties messing up the neighborhood you know uh, look at all the overgrown leaves and weeds and anything that's just destroying you know the look of the neighborhood right the look of the house is not appealing it turns people off when they walk by it the neighbors feel like you know you're giving a devalue this value to my property Yo, man, fix that up. Do something, right? We always see this overgrown house with stuff. And when I read that, this, this passage, th these verses, wow, 
that's exactly in the natural what's happening. Right? It, it gives it very clear to us in clear English. And I started to think a little bit and I thought to myself, because when it says here, so shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. Meaning that we're not taking care of things. We're not working. We're not maintaining, you know, our properties or whatever. And people automatically assume that we're being poor. You don't have finances. You don't have the means or the resources to take care of it. It's like it comes unexpected. So if you don't cut the grass on a regular basis, you're going to start to see that the overgrowing weeds will suck up the grass and bushes and other types of you know greenery that's not supposed to be growing there starts to grow there and overtake it right because when an armed man comes to you in the natural and says give me all your money give me your purse give me your property give me your jewelry it's unexpected quick and you're robbed in two seconds and you can't do nothing about it but just maybe call 911 after the fact. In this case, when we talk about our homes being overgrown, not being manicured, not being taken care of, you know, after a while, everything decays. It decays and it does set up an overlook of poverty. And because you didn't maintain it, all of a sudden, something worse can happen to the property. There's been situations where people didn't maintain their properties and all of a sudden they have a huge sinkhole. I know some of us have heard about those stories. Or secondly, maybe it could just be that, you know, you didn't maintain the property. So now by the time the landscaper comes to do the job, it's going to cost you a lot more money for them to maintain it, to cut it down to trim it, to put it back to the great way it's supposed to be looking, right? When I think about this scripture and these verses, I also think about us as Christians. And I think about, we really wanted to look a little bit deeper. How would this affect us as Christians? And what, I then started to look at it this way. I went by the field of the lazy man and by the vineyard of the man devout of understanding. I passed by my friend the other day and I noticed that he was down and out. And I know that he was just there. And um, he was just like not responding well. When I said hello, he didn't say hello back. It's like he didn't even want to say hello back. And in my head, I'm going, what's up with this dude? What's up with this female? What's up with this male? What's up with my brother in Christ? What's up with my sister in Christ? What's up with my family? What's up with my neighbor? What's up with my colleague? What's going on here? Right? 
And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone wall was broken down. Now I'm looking at the person. The, the person looks way down and out. They look like the guy has not shaved his beard in a long time. Uh, the female has not trimmed, you know, um, just her face or her eyebrows or, you know, they're not she didn't, they haven't maintained themselves. On the outside, they look like they're all messed up. And we're looking at that going, what's going on here? And then we see that their temple, their body is broken down somehow. Either they're very, very skinny or they have gotten extremely overweight. And we look at that and we go, yo, dude, yo, man, what's up? Yo, B, what's going on with you? When did you gain 300 pounds? Or, hey, sis, what's up with you? You lost like 80 pounds. What's up with you? And we start to jump to conclusions, right? Well, maybe they're caught up with some stuff. They're just not taking care of their bodies. Man, you know, it could be that they're not eating well. Or they're just eating junk. Could be a lot of things. We always jump to conclusions. We make assumptions as human beings. And then this place that goes, the section here that goes, when I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Yeah, they're just not taking care of themselves. You know, they're just down and out. They don't care how they look anymore. You know, that just doesn't matter. So show your poverty come like a prowler and your knee like an armed man. Yeah, they just let themselves go, man. They look busted now. Actually, she was very pretty, but she got real ugly. Or, yo, man, that guy was really handsome, but man, now he looks like the grizzly bear. You know what I mean? So when we talk about this, and we think of this scripture... Let's now go even a little deeper. <laughs> How many of us have been lazy where we're not tapping into the Word of God? We are Christians and we're not tapping into the Word of God. When we don't tap into the Word of God, we're not given the instructions and the wisdom that we need. We're not given the spark to have in our lives. The word gives us life, it gives us truth, and it gives us hope and an understanding. And it, it grounds us. It gives us a place of serenity. It gives us a place of safety without Heavenly Father as we read the word and understand it. And because we're grounded in the word, we're not being lazy. We're building relationship every day with our Heavenly Father. So whatever might come our way to try to destroy us, hurt us, we're protected because we know God's Word. 
And let's talk about prayer. How many of us have been lazy to pray? We're not praying at all these days. Many people are not praying. We're not meditating on the Lord. We're not waiting to hear from Him. We're not spending that quality time. It makes us very lazy, my friends, as Christians when we don't do what we're supposed to do. And this is what starts to happen when we become the lazy man as Christians in Christ who are not following up on a daily basis with the things we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to have all reverence for the Lord, glorifying our Heavenly Father every day, thanking Him every day, doing a praise and worship unto Him because He is our Daddy who loves us and cares for us. And many times we are just, you know, finding ourselves that we think it's okay that we prayed only three weeks ago and that we don't have to pray anymore or that we don't have to seek into God's word or that we don't really have to be following up with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the salvation that we have and have received. So when we get lazy, my friends, and life starts to hit us hard, we can't handle it. We're not standing strong with the Word of God in order to do so. We're not saying the scriptures that we should have in our mouths to help defend the situation. We haven't tapped into those moments, intimate moments with God where the Holy Spirit is operating in us. We're just going by the flesh. And as we become lazy, we're now starting to wonder what's happening to us. Why am I feeling this way? Why am I down and out? Why am I depressed? Why am I angry? Why am I upset? I don't take care of myself anymore. I'm putting in my body whatever I want, whatever I want to drink, whatever I want to eat. Whatever makes me happy is what I'm gonna indulge in. It says it very clear in the Bible that we are supposed to be good stewards of our bodies, of our temples. And I think of this and I go, wow, if we don't stay connected with our Heavenly Father on a daily basis, read His Word, pray, meditate on Him, hear his voice, follow his instructions. We start to be very dismissive of how we would understand things as they're happening to us on our daily lives. We would just start to see things in the natural and not tap into the things in the spirit. We wouldn't be understanding exactly what is going on beyond the surface. We would only be operating in the flesh. And we would then dismiss whatever God has taught us 
and shown us, expressed to us, and loved on us to do to help us with everyday life circumstances. And then because we have not taken out the time to be in his word, things in our bodies start to really affect us. So if someone says something to us, it no longer bounces off of us because we didn't put on the full armor of God when we woke up today. And now people saying things to us that are penetrating our bodies. And we are finding ourselves that as it's penetrating our bodies, now ugly things are coming out of us. And there we are with all overgrown thorns, meaning that those hurts and wounds that we have now because of those words or people's actions, we didn't know how to deal with it in the spirit because we weren't tapping into our Heavenly Father. And now we're just operating in the flesh. So now we are reflected and looking as though we are not standing strong in faith with God. We now start to look disconnected, disjointed. We are not finding ourselves tapping in. We don't even want to hear what God has to say at that point. And now we take matters into our own hands. And our bodies start to decay. We start to get sick. Because we've just indulged with whatever we wanted through our mouths. We're not thinking of the consequences. And it starts to affect our mind, our body, emotionally, physically. It starts to affect us. And we don't function well. And when our friends come and then they look at us, or even Christian brothers and sisters in Christ, they look at us and they say, yeah, they're not walking with God. They backslid. They're up to something. Maybe they're back to the addiction. Maybe they're back to whatever they were doing before. Yeah, I haven't seen them in church in a long time because we make assumptions based on what we see. And then it says, yeah, they let themselves go. It's a shame, it's too bad. And then next thing you know, you're not in the blessed place that you used to be before because poverty has now hit you because you've disconnected yourself from Christ, you've disconnected yourself from the blessings, you've disconnected yourself from the salvation that you've received. And now you're just living worldly life, my friends. What of this world? We're in this world, but we don't have to be of this world and entertain this world. It says it clearly in God's scripture. Have you seen yourself lately in the mirror and have you let yourself go? 
Have you become that lazy man or woman who is not tapping into the word of God anymore? Who is not seeking after him? Who is not asking him for guidance and wisdom and understanding? Are you saying right now, Antonia, how dare you? I'm not doing anything but reading the word of God. That's all I'm doing. But if it's penetrating you, or if you're feeling it in your bones, this is because the word of God is true, and I'm just reading it, and you're hearing it, and receiving it. Listen, I am not innocent of this. There were times in my life where I found myself that I just couldn't wake up today and pray. There were times in my life where I was tired. There were times in my life where no matter what was going on, no matter how hard I tried, no matter how many scriptures I read, I felt that my life wasn't going anywhere. I'm guilty of that too. But with God's grace in my life and his reminder of how much he loves me and he picks me up and he dusts me off and says, keep going, my child, your breakthrough is coming. I truly believe that in my heart. And that is what allows me to continue to go forward. So my friend, have you found yourself being lazy? Remember to avoid being the lazy man. Continue to work hard every day in building your relationship with your Heavenly Father. Continue to follow His commandments. Continue to stand strong on His word. Do not waver for anything or anyone. But if in anything, stand strong on God's word and His promises for your life. My friends, wake up and be that energized individual. Keep going forward in life. I look forward to sharing the word of God with you again next week, where we will rise and shine with the word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. God bless you. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the word of God. The word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.